The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up, join James and Betty along with best-selling author Robert Morris as they discuss the power to overcome darkness and live fully alive. You know, when you walk in a room and you turn the light switch on, there's no struggle. <laughs> there's no wrestling going on, you know. Light dispels darkness. So when I come to you and say, I'm struggling with something, immediately I've taken away the whole darkness side of it, and now the light can set me free completely. this opportunity to share with you. I'm James Robinson. Biddy and I are thrilled uh, to be able to share life today with you and also with our pastor, Robert Morris. We are sharing a series called Fully Alive. This is actually a series where all of us, Betty and I, Robert, Beth Moore, we shared a series to help you be fully alive. Robert is here. He'll actually be with us for several programs, and I'd like for you to welcome the pastor of Gateway Church, Robert Morris, to life today. Would you do that? You feel like you're at home? I do. I do. I feel very much at home. You know, you came in here years ago before you were pastor. You started talking about the blessed life, but the main emphasis you made was the freedom and fullness that a Christian can experience and really should experience, and that miraculously, you and I, two needy people, yeah. had found. And uh, it seemed to me like there was something in the high energy of God's Spirit that was carrying you. Did you sense that? Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, when I can remember when you started changing and you started preaching Scripture after Scripture after Scripture. I mean, I never even heard anyone use that many Scripture in a message. <laughs> and I also saw um, a kindness and a gentleness and a humility, and I don't mean this wrong, you talk openly about it, but I hadn't seen that in you before. <laughs> and you started, I mean, sure. I just, I thought that guy looks so much like Jesus. And I remember saying to you, can you help me? Will you share it with me? And uh, you invited Debbie and me over to the house and we had homemade ice cream and you started sharing about being fully alive and being free. And it, that's what changed my life. I mean, I, I, I knew the Lord, I was a believer but I was still in bondage, and I can, I'll can i never forget that. Well, sweet girls like Betty and Debbie can be in bondage, too. Okay. And you found out, I think you saw something happen in me. I mean, I was obviously blessed and gifted by God to preach and do things, but I was really defeated, and, uh, well, there, and I was so was changed a, you know, it affected there you. There was a real anger that had come on him. I think that's kind of what you were yeah. talking about, right? Anger because he felt that bondage, I think. And, you know, you felt trapped in some ways. And I didn't know how to help. I felt helpless because I had my own problems, <laughs> you know, that I was dealing with. So we, well, need, we all needed help. <laughs> well, the amazing thing to us was we experienced a freedom, you experienced a freedom, Debbie experienced freedom. And uh, it, it was it's just amazing. And we have been trying to share this faithfully. And, you know, we believe that we ought to talk to other people when we're in a battle. 
Yeah. I called you not too many weeks back and said, Robert, I'm in a battle. Yeah. And tell me if you think I'm right on this. I think the enemy tends to stalk serious believers like a wolf. And once he sees a point of vulnerability, he'll come like a pack of wolves. Yeah. And we really need one another. Is it important that we're able to talk to each other as believers and be honest? In other words, to be able to confess our sins, our challenges, our failures, our weakness, in order that we can be free or be made whole. Yeah. Is that an important aspect of living in freedom? Yeah, it's extremely important. And I think the reason it's important is because um, Satan works in darkness. I mean, you know, it talks about the angels that have fallen that are, they're, they're bound in darkness. They work in darkness. So uh, if I were struggling with an area, not only am I struggling with that, but now I'm struggling with deception and lying and covering up to God, to my friends. To, so I've got a whole other area of bondage now. And immediately when I talk to you about what I'm struggling with, talk with Debbie about it, immediately I bring it out of the darkness into the light. And it's like walking in a room. You know, when you walk in a room and you turn the light switch on, there's no struggle. <laughs> there's no wrestling going on, you know. Light dispels darkness. Mm -hmm. So when I come to you and say, I'm struggling with something, immediately I've taken away the whole darkness side of it. And now the light can set me free completely. Christians need to be able to talk about their battles. Uh, a lot of preachers seem to be afraid to talk to anybody. How important is it for us to go ahead and find someone to talk to if we're struggling with something. Is that important for all the people here in this studio, all the people watching us? Do we need to find someone that we can confide in? I know we can go to God. I know we can download. I'm just asking how important it is for there to be more than one person involved sometimes focusing on the enemy. Well, I think it's so important. James 5:16, God says it. Confess your trespasses, your faults, your fallings, is the way the word could be translated, your sins to one another that you may be Healed. I mean, it's strong in Scripture, and we've got to do it. You've got to find someone trusted, and it's very, very difficult for those in any type of Christian leadership, whether it's vocational ministry or volunteering at the church or a deacon or whatever, it's choir. It's tough because everybody thinks you've got everything together. And then what the enemy does is he just keeps you more in bondage because now you feel ashamed, you, you, you feel embarrassed, you don't want to say anything, and you just start beating yourself up more and more and more. So we've got to find someone. I would especially say to pastors, uh, find someone, even if it's a professional counselor, someone, a Christian counselor that you can start with. As Christians, shouldn't we be responsible for being trustworthy ourselves so that yeah. when someone has a need, because we, we're, when we're in need, we want to find that person that's trustworthy, yeah. not, not one that's going to go gossip about what you may have shared your heart and poured your heart out with, but pray with you and work through it with you and, and ask for God to work in the situation. But yeah. We need to become trustworthy. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to be able to allow someone to share with us. And one of the things that when someone will come and talk with me is that I'll say, I understand. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you're going through this. I've struggled either in that area or another area to also say, I'm not the, the, the guy that's got it all together. You know, I'm walking in victory in many areas, but I still need help too. Well, we got to understand this, and I know I've tried to make it clear to everyone that has ever heard us talk about freedom. If you think that you are set free to some glorified nursing home where you just lay on a bed of roses, you don't understand it. You are freed from defeat and from bondage to the battle.
to get suited up in the whole armor of God, to walk not carrying the word, but carried by the word with the sword of the spirit to do battle with the enemy of everything God ever desires. And I'm telling you, the enemy is focusing. He, he doesn't like you, but what he's really focused on is the purpose and will of God, the kingdom purpose of God through your life on this earth for the glory of God. The enemy hates any possibility of that. So he is like a stalking wolf. Robert, you, you wrote a book, Truly Free. Now, you preached the, the message because Betty and I are members of Gateway. Now, think about this. The church is only like 15, 16 years old. And I think recently we're running about 30,000. That's pretty good for a young church, you know, to have that many people there. Now, one of the reasons people come is because they have the hope of freedom. Are all 30,000 of them free? I doubt it. I, are all of them freed from the battle? None of them, okay? Let's get that settled. We are freed to the battle to fight and win, and we need to fight with the family alongside, not always fighting the family. And that's one of the things we're trying to encourage. Well, when Robert preaches a message, just like Truly Free, which became a book, he, he preached a whole series on it. Robert, one of the things that you say in here that I think is very, very important, as a matter of fact, Tony Evans commented on that was a very good point, and Dr. Evans is an incredible, kingdom-minded, brilliant preacher. He can flat preach. He said, what you said about being under the influence, I wasn't saying you couldn't preach. I just said Tony. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, said, well, I think Tony's a good preacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Tony said that what you said about being under the influence was one of the most powerful things he heard. So, you know, it's, it's expanded in the book, but touch on it. Well, it, it, it's like we are um, so embarrassed and um, almost afraid to say that it might be a demonic stronghold in our life. You know, we want to say this is a weakness or something I, I deal with, but we don't want to say, well, I might have a problem with the enemy, you know. Yeah, well, a so, lot of people say, you know, when they fly off the handle or they can't control their nerves, they've yeah. been eating too much sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honey, that ain't sugar. It yeah. makes you act like the devil. Yeah. Let me yeah. just tell you that. Yeah. 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 It makes us mean as the devil. Yeah. That ain't too much sugar. Yeah. So when I was studying this, uh, I noticed even the word demon possession in Scripture has the, the possession there means under the influence or under the control of the enemy. And when I thought about under the influence, I immediately thought, thought about alcohol. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a person could drink too much alcohol and he or she is under the influence. Now, it doesn't matter whether the person is a believer or an unbeliever. So you could say, well, he's a believer, it's not gonna bother him. No, it's gonna affect him. Mm -hmm. So in the same way, a person could be under the influence of alcohol and do something that is embarrassing, that's shameful, that's out of character for him. Maybe he's a father and a grandfather, and yet he does something that hurts him, hurts his family, hurts other people in the same way. And I'll just use a man. Now, if a man starts looking at pornography on the internet, he's going to come under the influence of something he doesn't want to come under the influence of, and he may end up doing something shameful, hurtful, embarrassing, hurts himself, hurts his family, hurts someone else. It's the same way. That's what the enemy's trying to do. He's trying to get you to crack the door. He's a thief. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to get you just to crack the door a little bit. None of us would go to the door and look through the peephole and see a thief and open the door and say, come right in. But we do sometimes with anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment. Paul said, if you forgive him, I forgive him because I'm not going to open a door to the enemy. I know how he works, 2 Corinthians. So that's what I, I feel like is that so many times we open the door and we are now under the influence of a spirit that's going to wreak havoc in our lives. Well, once he deceives us by distracting us or attracting us to the wrong 
attractions, yeah. whatever they might be, and he takes us captive. It's like leading us with a hook. Paul talked about writing to Christians. He said they'd been held captive by the snare of the devil. Right. He said they'd been influenced, believers, by doctrines of demons. That means demonic influence on your thinking. We can be held captive as Christians by the enemy. Yeah. It's like somebody having you under arrest with a wooden gun. It doesn't matter if it's wooden. If you think it's a gun, they control you. And when the enemy says, I've got you, you know, one of the things people hear when we pray for them to be set free, and they can feel a, a load lift, they can feel like Jesus really got in the yoke with them and lifted it, and they'll head for the car. And on the way to the car, the enemy will say, just wait till I get you outside. Just wait till I get you alone. He never stops yelping. He's always barking, always wanting to take away the truth from your heart and snatch it away. You've got to be aware of the fact that you are going to be constantly, consistently attacked by the devil. It isn't as though he suddenly disappears because you get set free. You and I have been talking freedom for a long time, but I've had many battles. The enemy has kept coming after me. Yeah. How about you? Has he no. ever come after you? Is it just me he's <laughs> no. after? No, no. When he leaves your house, he comes to mine. Uh, and it is amazing to me how you can be going along, things seem to be great, you're excited, you're things that you just came off a of victory, and all of a sudden you get one phone call and your legs are just knocked out from under you. Something happens, you know Jesus is the Lord, but you just, you're, you're devastated. You're completely devastated. And that's when the enemy jumps. I mean, he just jumps and he pounces. And you would think if you're hurting, that he'd have a little decency and leave you alone for a little while. But he has no decency. Scripture says he doesn't care about the young, the old, the nursing, the elderly. He goes after everyone. He is exactly the illustration used, a wolf. And even when you're down, he's going to come after you even more. And we have to be aware of that. He's, he's there waiting for an opportune moment because I dealt with fear a large part of my life. Yeah. And now that God has set me free from that, I know that any moment he can start to jab at me again yeah. with that. But I know I have the tools now and the sword of his word and his spirit to fight yeah. him off. Yeah, I was thinking even um, Paul says, beware, lest what was spoken in the prophets come upon you. You go, you go back and read it, Habakkuk, it's talking about the Chaldeans. Mm -hmm. And the Chaldeans were these expert archers that would hide in the marshes. And when you were trudging through the marsh, that's when they would shoot you. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly where the enemy is. You could be going through a very difficult time and be weak. You know, you talked about how he tempted Jesus. It said he tempts Jesus with bread after he's been on a fast for 40 days. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's smart. Yeah. And when you're weak in the flesh, he'll come in, he'll shoot an arrow. But as you said, we can defeat him yes. by the sword of the spirit, by the shield of faith. And that's one of the, some of the things I cover in the book is not just how he comes at you, but how you can defeat him and how you can get victory. Well, I think the thing we want everyone that's watching right now to understand, let me, let me just try to explain this to you. Beth Moore began teaching on breaking free and that became her first best-selling book because she had broken free. Uh, she actually said to me, Robert, she said, uh, you know, you and Robert took it on the chin preaching the truth while people beat on you for telling people the truth about being defeated as Christians and being under the influence of demonic 
tormenting spirits to deceiving spirits so I could preach and teach the truth, so I could tell it. And that's what she's been doing. But I'm telling you what Beth did when she began teaching with us on Fully Alive, it was like releasing a river. And then she's been teaching it here. She's continued to teach it. She's written a book, Audacious, about what it is like to live in the audacious grace and power of God. And what we have done is we have tried to put together a series that will help you get understanding, not only of the times, but understanding of the tactics of the enemy and how you can overcome. You can win the victory. You don't have to live like trampled ground. You can live fruitful. Robert, what, what do we say to people who are honestly sitting out in church on Sunday? Their heart longs for liberty and freedom. You and I as preachers were becoming trampled ground. We didn't realize what was happening. Right. And we may just thought we were tired. We probably were tired. But we were being defeated. And uh, I, I had an anger. There were plenty of things to be angry about. But I'd never seem to see that verse, the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. There are things to be angry about today, but we better have wisdom and love because it's love that never fails. That's what's going to really change it. And God showed me when he set me free from my own defeat and bondage because I was shouting at my own tormentors trying to silence them. I didn't realize that I could take authority over them. I didn't realize that we could stand together. How important is it for people who are looking for something to realize I need to come and ask for freedom and deliverance? I want somebody to agree with me and take authority over these harassing, tormenting spirits and these sounds. Is it important to do that? When Jesus said you can have authority over demons, did he mean it? Did he mean you need to exercise authority over them or you just need to read about them in the Bible? Was he actually saying, let's take authority? Is that what needs to happen for people who are watching today who are in this audience? Yeah, yeah, completely. And Jesus also said the truth will make you free. Well, here's part of the truth. Part of the truth is you can be in bondage. <laughs> but see, you're never going to ask for freedom if you don't think you can be in bondage. If you think, well, I got saved and I'll just try to do the best I can until I get to heaven. But to understand that the enemy's real, that he can come in and get a stronghold in your life, like a fortified fort, and you once you know that, and once you know you can be in bondage, that's the great thing, is that you can be free. You know, I had that those bondages in my life, and I remember you talking about it, about getting free, and it was the greatest news I'd ever heard, because I thought, well, if it's a demonic bondage, Jesus has more power than the devil, I can be set free. It was good news to me. It wasn't like I got to try to work more and try to do more and try to, I can come to Jesus and say, I need to get free in this area. And so that's the great news. So when he says the truth will make you free, part of the truth for believers in, in reading some of the material that Beth's done, that I've done, that you've done, is simply understanding, hey, as a Christian, I can be in bondage, but that's good news because that means I can be free. Well, I'm telling you, and this, this is really key. Admit I've got a problem. I have not only missed the standard, I'm not an overcomer, I'm being overcome. I'm not bearing the fruit of the Spirit. Too often I'm bearing the fruit of the flesh. And uh, the Bible says resist the enemy. Reckon the flesh dead. Most of us are reckoning the enemy dead mm and resisting the flesh. Yeah. It doesn't work. We've got to resist the one that uses every appetite we have to entangle us, torment us, distract us, and defeat us. 
Robert, the thing that, that did more to set us free, once we said yes to God, and we said, Lord, we want our mind set free. We don't want to be trampled. We recognize that there are tormenting spirits. We recognize that we're under attack. We want to be set free from this harassment. We're believing you to do it. And someone agreed with us. I prayed over you. Mm -hmm. Someone else joined, prayed over me, prayed over Dudley Hall, prayed over the people we knew and respected. And we saw a yoke lifted and someone get in the load of our life and lighten it. Betty saw it so much because it really upset her that I got set free because she was praying for me to get set free, but not quite <laughs> like not I got quite set like free. like I saw. I, mean, I, I was set free not from free. all of my religious bondage. For me, it was Baptist bondage. It's a pretty big bondage getting secular, denominational, uh, uh, sectarian bondage. I mean, I'm telling you, it's heavy stuff, denominational spirits, and trying to please people. And I'm telling you, it was just glorious in what happened Betty said, same thing you said, what's happened to James? Yeah. I remember Rhonda looking at me and tears went around. She said, you're so different. Daddy, you're so different. I was talking to you when she said that. Do you remember that? I you did. and I Wonderful. were sitting and we were, we were going over the word together and she said, oh, right. and she said, Daddy, you're just so different. Yeah. Listen, she got set free. Then I, first of all, I tested you to see if it was for real. <laughs> I mean, she I put pushed it to on. the limits, you yeah. know, trying to get you upset. It was for real. It was for real. <laughs> it it is listen real. to me. Here's what, here's what I want you to hear. The thing that got us, Robert, is the word came so alive. And boy, I do wish you'd hear this. Robert's going to teach a series on this in the spring. We're going to talk about it together. But when the word begins to carry, you know, we talk about that freedom to know the truth, the truth make you free. He that heareth my words and abides in them, he will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. It's not just some little hocus pocus. You abide in him and his word in you. The word came alive in us. And when the word comes alive, his nature is revealed and you can hear his voice and you begin to live in a fullness, fully alive in fellowship with the father hearing the Father's voice. Isn't that what all of you want right here is to hear the Father's voice? Don't you want to walk in that relationship where you so know his nature and you so know the Father, you can recognize his voice. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Father, I pray that for every person right now. Lord, I pray that everyone watching today would say, God, I want to know your word and know your voice. I want to walk in freedom and fullness, and I'm asking you for it. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for everyone in this studio and everyone watching on television that the yoke of oppression and defeat and bondage will be broken. Lord, they may want to get on the floor on their face in their home or wherever they are and say, God, set me free. Break the yoke. And then, Lord, I pray you fill them so full of your spirit and your word that they will begin to walk in freedom and fellowship beyond anything they've ever known. In Jesus' name. I'm asking you today to go to lifetoday.org or dial that number. And I'm asking you to simply make a love gift. I'm asking you to do this. We want to expand the outreaches of life in evangelism in 15 nations right now where our missionaries are there. We're prepared to invest another half million dollars immediately to expand just evangelism. And here as we close out the year and begin a new year, we're asking you to help us. And there's some gift levels that we're just simply asking you to make and ask for the Fully Alive series. 
ask for the books, the beautiful bronze majesty, the great creative wonder and splendor of God, demonstrated by all of his creation. We want to bless you with those gifts, but know this, your gift is helping us share the greatest gift, the gift of life in Christ. Thank you for going online right now or dial the number and ask for the Fully Alive series, the audio series, the books if you'd like to have them, and the beautiful bronze. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you for helping us share Jesus with people all over the world. Introducing Fully Alive, a revolutionary new series that will empower you to walk in spiritual freedom and newness of life every day. Through eight power-packed audio messages, James and Betty Robison join with Beth Moore and Robert Morris to equip believers for victory. With teaching and testimony rooted in Scripture, Fully Alive is a powerful weapon in the fight to tear down the enemy's strongholds and help you live in the freedom and fullness of God's Holy Spirit power. Call now to receive Fully Alive on audio CD or USB flash drive with your gift of just $40 or more. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Fully Alive series along with two life-changing books, Audacious by Beth Moore and Truly Free by Robert Morris. Also, please consider a gift of $1,000 or more, and you may request Majesty, our beautiful new bronze sculpture for 2016, featuring a buck in regal stats, reflecting the handiwork of God's creation. And remember, your gift today will help tens of thousands come to Christ through our evangelism efforts, including large outdoor crusades, film evangelism, and the many other outreaches where we are able to offer the hope and salvation of Jesus to a world in need. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Life Outreach International was birthed on a foundation of winning souls for Christ. And today, we're still supporting evangelistic outreaches, both large and small, in nations around the world. Our mission of feeding the hungry, providing water to the thirsty, shelter to the orphan, rescuing young girls from human trafficking. These are all acts of compassion with the goal to offer Jesus in word and deed. On the continent of Africa, our ministry partners report over 10 million people have given their life to Christ through ongoing crusades. Millions have come to know Christ through our Mission Partners film on the life of Jesus, which is continually being shown in hundreds of villages in India. The only way we can continue ministering around the world is for you to partner with Life Outreach International. And together, we can provide not only the basics of life, but offer hope as we spread the gospel and win more souls in 2016. More than anything in my heart, I want to see you experience the freedom that Jesus offers. We believe that we have transforming truth delivered in love and power that I believe will help you walk in that fullness, fully alive in Christ, Christ fully alive in you, and walking in the freedom that he longs for us to experience. So we're freed to the fight to win. Thank all of you for watching. Thank you all for being here. Robert, thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Visit Gateway Church sometime if you'd like to. We'd love to have you.
After feeling trapped in a life of drugs, theft, and sexual promiscuity, Kelly McGuirk joins Robert Morris to share what it's like to live fully alive. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.